I know your mama ain't letting you smoke over there, but come on over to your auntie Kitty's house. It's your auntie Kitty. You're tuned in to Locked and Loaded, only on Kitty Peak Radio. Screenwriter, editor, lecturer, author. Welcome this remarkable woman, would you? Maya Angelou. Maya? Growing up in St. Louis, Missouri and Stamps, Arkansas, she was Marguerite Johnson. It was her brother who first called her Maya, and the name stuck. In my memory, Stamps is a place of light, shadow, sounds, and entrancing odors. The earth smell was pungent, spiced with the odor of cattle manure, the yellowish acid of the ponds and rivers, the deep pots of green and beans cooking for hours with smoked or cured pork. Flowers added their heavy aroma. And above all, the atmosphere was pressed down with the smell of old fears and hates and guilt. We lived with our grandmother and uncle in the rear of the store. Until I was 13 and left Arkansas for good, the store was my favorite place to be. Alone and empty in the morning, it looked like an unopened present from a stranger. Opening the front doors was pulling the ribbon off the unexpected gift. 
all the whites who picked up cotton pickers would pick them up in front of our store. And about dawn, the wagons would come rolling in. We'd open the store early so they could buy peanut patties, cans of sardines, hunks of cheese, and take them out to the cotton fields. And then they would bring them back at dusk, just about dark. We would fold out of these wagons, dead tired, beat. But on Saturday, big day Saturday at the store, then the people would talk, and they would be so sassy. And then if a white person would come, they'd become meek and show, yes, sir, that's right. And you would see this thing that happened, this mask, or these masks, When I think about myself, <laughs> I almost laugh myself to death. My life has been one great big joke, a dance that's walked, a song that spoke. I laugh so hard, I nearly choke when I think about myself. Seventy years in these folks' world, the child I work for calls me girl. And I say, yes, ma'am, for working's sake. I'm too proud to bend, too poor to break. I laugh so hard, my stomach ache when I think about myself. My folks can make me split my side. I laugh so hard I nearly died. The tales they tell sound just like lying. They grow the fruit, but eat the rind. I laugh so hard, I start to cry when I think about myself and the little children. But then, we wear the mask. The grins and lies, it shades our cheeks and hides our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile. With torn and bleeding hearts, we smile and mouth myriad subtleties. Why should the world be overwise in counting all our tears inside? Nay, let them only see us while we wear the mask. We smile, but oh my God, our tears to thee from tortured souls arise. And we sing, but oh, the clay is vile beneath our feet and long the mile. But let the world think otherwise. We wear the mask. My fathers sit on benches. Their flesh count every plank. The slats leave dents of darkness deep in their withered flank, and they nod like broken candles, all waxed and burnt profound. They say, but sugar, it was our submission that made your world go round. They laughed to shield their crying. They shuffled through their dreams. They stepped and fetched a country and wrote the blues in screams. I understand their meaning. It could and did derive from living on the ledge of death. They kept my race alive by wearing the mask. <laughs> wearing the mask? Wearing the... <laughs> Maya Angelou left a troubled childhood and the segregated world of Arkansas behind and began a career as a dancer and singer. You were the first black streetcar conductor in the city of San Francisco.
They'd never hired a black person? They had never, no. So did you see that as the accomplishment that it was at the time? No, my mother did. Mm -hmm. Because mother, I said, I, I went down to place an application, and they wouldn't even give it to me. And so I went back to my mother, and I said, they, they wouldn't even allow me to apply. She asked me, why? Do you know why? I said, yes, because I'm a Negro. She said, yes, but do you want the job? I said, yes. She said, go get it. And then after two weeks, a man came out of his office. He said, come in. And he asked me, why do you want the job? I said, I like the uniform. <laughs> and I said, and I like people. And, and so I got the job. She was a contemporary of Martin Luther King, a contemporary of Malcolm X and Oprah Winfrey. So she transcends so many different generations of African-American culture that have, have affected all of us. Maya Angelou brought about a paradigm shift in American literature and culture so that the works and the gifts, the talents of women writers, including women writers of color, could be brought to the foreground and appreciated. When we think of her, we often think about her books, of course, and her poems, but in the African-American community, certainly, we heard so much of her work recited. So you, I think about her voice. You would hear that voice, and that voice would capture a humanity, and it would it, that voice would calm you in so many ways through some of the most significant challenges. She taught us that we are each wonderfully made, intricately woven, and put on this earth for a purpose far greater than we could ever imagine. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt. But still like dust, I'll arise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like suns and like moons with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high, still I rise. So they 
won't find the evidence Get somebody to tell a lie So I'll have me an alibi Hurry home and get in your bed Call the doctor and tie your head Get somebody to go my bail Don't want to stay in that rotten jail And Ronto, while the man's at the door Ronto, the man, he won't let me go Ronto, Ronto, as fast as you can Ronto, these people's holding me hand Before the search, I am going to deny the charge. When the judge asks me how I plead, not guilty, judge, most decidedly. You can see judge at a glance. I'm just Hey you, don't touch that dial. We got more where that came from. Stay tuned into Kitty Pink Radio. Meow.